Hello and welcome to this week's Next Sense Institute podcast. My name's Trudy Smith. I'm the manager of continuing professional education, the Next Sense Institute, and I will be your host today. Looking forward to this topic. It's really interesting. Thank you so much, Fia Damsma, for being with us. Can you please introduce yourself to our audience? Yeah, thank you so much, Trudy. Uh, so my name is Fia Damsma and I'm the creative director of Sono Kids Australia. Um, and I have more than 21 years of experience in developing software and apps that are accessible and educational and gamified learning offering for students who are blind or vision impaired and specifically developing their digital skills or technology skills. That's great. And I love these tools. And I really want to talk about Ballyland today. So can you tell us a little bit about Ballyland and, and why you developed it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's called Ballyland, excuse me, uh, <laughs> uh, because they're all ball-shaped characters living in an imaginary world. And we've got a whole suite of software and apps uh, that are called Ballyland. So it's all in the same uh, environment and students or children who learn with Ballyland, they can go uh, and get familiar with the different characters. Um, and Bollyland is a suite, as I said, it, it, it started with keyboarding software for computers, uh, Bollyland keyboarding, and then we uh, expanded into apps for uh, iPads and lately also for Android. Sure. How many apps are there so far for you? Yeah, right now we have 13 apps for iOS. And um, I must say that three of them are actually the same app, but in different languages. So we've got Bollyland Magic in Spanish, in German, and in English. Um, and we've got Bollyland Sound Memory in Dutch as well. And then we've got the three code apps, and we now have three apps on Android. My goodness, it's quite the sweet. What's the feedback been like from students and families about this app-based learning around coding? Yeah, it's fantastic. I mean, in the beginning, you have to sort of explain what this is about. And nowadays, it's so normal for everyone to use apps and, and online programs for learning. Um, and they're very easy to use and very fun to use. So students generally really enjoy learning with these apps and they learn important skills, but they don't realize it. They, for them, it's an, a play experience almost. And this is good because then they keep working with it and practicing, which is obviously the best way to learn is keep doing it and repeating and getting better at things. Yeah. Absolutely. And I think if kids don't realize they're learning, they just think they're having a, a, a play on a game. I think that's really powerful. Because as you say, they will, they're more likely to spend longer in, in, with that learning. Yeah. About, and, and teachers, what's the feedback that you've received from teachers about this? Well, similarly, um, teachers are very happy with the fact that it's something that students enjoy doing, that they can learn quite independently with as well, because, of course, teachers don't have that much time to keep supporting a student with programs. Um, and also how sometimes students who really struggle to learn specific skills suddenly have a sort of breakthrough moment almost when they engage with Bollyland apps because they, they, it's a different approach. And if you listen to a song and you try to tap along with it, suddenly you get the rhythm right of a double tap or 
um, students with uh, additional disabilities as well who respond uh, very positively and can concentrate much longer than teachers generally expect a student to do. Uh, we've had very, very positive feedback. So that's wonderful. It is wonderful. Absolutely. Now, one of the reasons that I've got you here today is there's a new app. A yes. Yeah. Tell us about that. <laughs> very exciting. Yeah. So it's actually taking the teaching of, of technology skills to a, a quite a different level, I would say. It's about sonification which is an emerging technology where uh, information is, let's say, being translated into sound. So instead of using images and, and graphs and things like that, everything is uh, represented in sound. So you need to start learning to listen to information and learn to listen to data and pick up the important patterns or irregularities or being able to tell what is what. And for that to happen at an early age, we've created a new app called Cosmo Bali on Sono Planet. Um, and that was made possible through a, a grant by uh, South Pacific Educators in Vision Impairment. Um, and this app offers four audio games uh, where you can actually explore what sonification is about. And that goes for, for young children and older students, but I think grown-ups will truly enjoy uh, engaging with this app. It's a free app, so there's nothing holding you back, um, both on Android and on iOS platforms. So for use on Google uh, Android tablets and, and on iPad. And yeah, the only thing we ask of teachers and parents using it is to let us know through a, a short survey how they experience the app and how their students or children are responding to it so that we can learn from this app because it was part of the goal in developing it. Sure, I like that idea of the feedback and we will absolutely put links to some of these apps in the show notes if you wanted to follow them up. I, I suspect we've got people in the audience, Fia, who are wondering if these apps should only be for people who are blind or have low vision or vision impaired. Can anybody play these apps? For sure, yes. They are always um, created in a way that, that you can include everyone. Um, but the, the big difference is that the apps are fully accessible for children who are blind or vision impaired, users who are blind or vision impaired, and um, that the audio generally is, is what gives you the clue about how it works. And uh, a lot of the games are also designed to really um, make this such an important feature that we found that in an inclusive environment, a student who is blind generally takes the lead because a lot of the other students are not so used to listening uh, and they, they miss the important instructions or they, they, then they sit there and they don't know what to do. And I think particularly with this new app, which is totally audio based. I mean, there are some visuals, but not much. Everything is about listening. You can hear what a shape sounds like, like a circle or a rectangle. And I think that if people expect to look at it and see what is going on, then they don't know, you know how that works because you have to listen. And but then, yeah, it's engaging for, for all students to listen to things and try to figure out what shape it was or how to move around, find an alien on Sono Planet. Um, and as I said before, we found that a lot of students benefit from our apps that we didn't originally 
see as our, our user group, main user group. And um, that is the wonderful thing. If you build things that are inclusive and universal and uh, engaging, then a lot of people benefit from it and love it too. Although, you know, they, they, yeah, they may be not blind or vision impaired, what you thought would be the audience. Yeah, I think that universal design is so powerful. And it's nice to hear that it is something that a student who is blind or, or vision impaired can play with their kids. And so that's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, with the family, with their siblings and their friends, and you can all play together. Yeah, that is fantastic. Now, you're presenting a series for us um, on early learning of digital skills for children who are blind or vision impaired. That begins on the 2nd of June. Why is this content so important to you, Fia? Well, I think that may be obvious from, from what I've said before. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I think that for all students to learn to access um, is, is very important. And from as early as possible, it is important because especially a student who is blind or has low vision, uh, they need to have these skills before they go to school and they need it to access learning. So um, there's no point in... Well, there's, there is a point in learning it later, but the sooner the better, because then you don't have the disadvantage of not knowing how to access the education. It's not so much a problem of not understanding what's being taught, but if, if it's offered in a format that is not accessible to you and you don't know how to change that, then uh, you have a severe disadvantage. And I think with the pandemic, people have also realized more and more how important it is to have effective and uh, good skills in, in the use of technology to be able to go online and find your information, etc. And students who were trained and, and were confident in the use of technology, they, they were adapting better to the new situation. So for students to learn these skills, I think there's no doubt that how relevant that is. But the content is, all, is meant for uh, the, the parents and educators and carers of students who are blind or vision impaired and um, why that is relevant to them to, to think about, I think, is because it's not just about um, uh, technology skills purely. I mean, we'll look at different skills you need and, and how voiceover works and the concepts and touch gestures, etc. But technology is part of, of your life. It's part of a bigger thing. And a lot of the skills come back in other fields and areas of learning, and they benefit other areas of learning. But also, you need particular skills before you can learn good technology skills. And all these considerations, what are the limitations, what are the opportunities, what are the personal abilities and interests of students, um, I think uh, through the years I've learned to, to look at those things and take all that into account and I'm hoping to take people on a, on a journey and, and learn from that and can, so that they can apply it in their uh, personal, uh, in the classroom or in, in their family and, and use it to introduce their students or their child to this technology. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to the series and it is three separate sessions. Can you tell us a little bit about each one of those sessions, please, Fia? Yes, I think so. There are three separate sessions, but they do, they will, uh, uh, I will take some of the learning will roll over from one into the next. Um, but the first one is called Early Learning of Digital Skills on iPad, and that will be mainly 
some fundamental uh, concepts and touch gestures and uh, how does that work? How do you interact with a touchscreen device uh, with accessibility settings turned on? Um, and how do you develop these fine motor skills and, and understand that everything is audio based? What do you listen out for? And um, we'll look at different apps that you can use to, to teach those skills. And the second one is diving into grids, um, which is about the early introduction of uh, digital grids to students in, in apps and gain an understanding of the, the, the skills you need to be able to use a grid and uh, also how to provide support, maybe both plugged and unplugged and with tactile materials and things because grids come back in mathematics and in games and in orientation and mobility and uh, very essential learning. And the last one, the third one is computational thinking and early learning of coding concepts. And there we all look at the introduction of computational thinking and basing coding concepts because that develop, uh, helps the development of uh, all sorts of ways of thinking, logic thinking and finding solutions and knowing that you have to break a big problem down in small steps, etc. Very, uh, in my opinion, <laughs> very essential learning as well. Absolutely. And, and so few people talk about it with such confidence and in such an engaging way. So we are really looking forward to hosting you, Fia, from the 2 of June. And we will put a link in our show notes to that course. So you are welcome to join us live or watch the recording afterwards. So we certainly encourage you to do that. Fia, thank you for sharing a little bit about the work, the incredibly useful apps and this course. And we look forward to, to talking to you soon. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs>